Good afternoon, hockey fans. Welcome to CIDL Hockey on Beer League Radio. I'm Matt Whips, joined in the booth today by Jeremy Sandy. And Jeremy, we got a good one today between the Bandits and Knights here in a crucial novice division matchup. I hope I'm underestimating this game, but I anticipate this to be the most exciting game of the day. These two teams, on paper at least, come in here as almost identical second and third in the novice division. Point standings, you know, win-loss, goals for, goes against. These two teams are just so matched up to be against each other that having anything less than a stellar, exciting game is, I don't even know how it's not going to be that. I agree. And, you know, we just had an exciting game. The Squirrels defeated narrowly by the Ice Dragons. So this essentially becomes a battle for first. If the Knights can pull this off, they will take sole possession of first place. They come in at 17-2-3, good for 17 points. And the Bandits at 7-4-1 for 15 points. Like you said, these teams are very similar. This is their third meeting of the season, and the Knights are 1-0-1 in those games. And tell us about the scoring for these teams. Well, the Knights come in with uh, Forrest with 16 goals, 3 assists. Nemers has 8 goals, 1 assist. Guy, 4 goals, 2 assists. The Bandits, Helvey comes in with 12 goals, 7 assists. Scholar, eight goals, five assists, and Reynolds has nine goals, four assists. Very balanced on both sides. Yeah, good balance on both sides. You know, looking at these stats, the thing that jumps out at me, we see with uh, Stouffer with 143 shots on goal, but how about Tony Hansen, 234 shots against. Yeah, he gets his workout in these games, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, in 12 games, that averages out to about 19 and a half per contest, so... Expect him to see a lot of rubber again today. Although looking down there, do we have a sub in net for the Knights? Uh, it looks like it, and I'm not sure exactly who that is. But yeah, We'll see if we can uh, maybe find out between periods who that is, who our mystery man is in the net. That doesn't look like Tony Hansen. Tony would not be one to forget his Knights jersey, I wouldn't think. And that <laughs> does, doesn't look like him anyway. It, it doesn't look like his pads. No. All right, so... It certainly looks like Stouffer down at the other end. <laughs> it's definitely Stouffer. I saw him getting ready in uh, the locker room we were vacating. So the Knights come in at the home team. They are wearing their gray jerseys with black numbers. These are actually reversible. I, I assume, I think they're purple on the other side. So reversible jerseys, sort of interesting. And the Bandits with their red and black trim kind of look like the New Jersey Devils a little bit. And I didn't know we had reversible jerseys optional as, a, as an order. I haven't I seen those. I think this is the first I've seen this. This is pretty cool. All right, so the face-off starts as Heitman wins it back. Heitman brings in the zone. His team's offside, so he's got to reset. Now he brings it in. That's broken up nicely. Hoffman tries to get it out but doesn't. Now Lett will get the second chance and clear it for the Bandits. Now it's brought in by Jordan Guy. Gets it over to Keen Gritton. That goes wide. Heitman, though, is going to keep it in. He fires that and gloved by Stouffer, and we have our first stoppage. That was a pretty good shot on goal. I mean, he was at a pretty good uh, angle there, but Stouffer 
obviously at that high angle, wasn't giving up much net there and kind of an easy grab for him. But. Well, well, we say it a lot, especially at, at our level, any shot on net is a good one. You never know what's going to happen. That time Stouffer was able to field it cleanly. Blake Current fires it in. That one's deflected. That one on net. Now it's centered by Brian Forrest. Kept in by Stambro, but that one's broken up by Brandon Wiggins. That goes a little too far. Stambro has it now, looking to clear. Goes right up the middle, but he keeps it on his own stick. Good patience there by Alex Stambro. It's taken back by Ryan Lett on a great steal. Lett now has Reynolds in the middle, but puts it on net. That's steered aside. Lett gets it back. He's bothered by Tom Mavris. Now Forrest emerges for the Knights. He gets around Hoffman. They battle. Puck's deep in the zone. Now Forrest gets it behind the net. He takes it below the goal line. He's looking to center. Takes it all the way back to the point, which is a great play. That's dumped deep by Current. Reynolds was looking to spring himself, but that's broken up nicely. Now the Knights look to clear again, but Reynolds gets it back. Nick Reynolds pivots and shoots and scores. So a nifty play there, Jeremy, as Nick Reynolds pivoted and used the Knights defender as a screen. He popped it in the short side, and it's the Bandits who opened the scoring just a couple minutes into this contest. Yeah, that was a very good setup he had because the goalie for the Knights had just started coming off that post as he was coming around to that pivot, and it opened up a gap big enough to just fire in between his post and that blocker side. Yeah, definitely a goal scorer's goal. Nick Reynolds is no stranger to the score sheet. So one nothing Bandits here early. That was Nathan Nemers who put that on net. Another good save by Stouffer. So the Knights are shooting early and often. It's always a good strategy. Yeah, like you said earlier, you never know what you're going to give up in goal. But Stouffer's been on task to glove those down so far. Jesse Conk looks to get that back in, but it's broken up nicely. Now Helvey, his first shot, that one's deflected wide. Good shot there by Helvey. Shows why he has 12 goals on the season. Now Pat Scholler, he centers it and goes through everybody. He had Helvey out front. Now it's Nemers who brings in. He fires. That one's steered aside with a blocker by Stouffer. That was a good shot. Now Becky Current now keeps it in. Oh, just over the stick of Nemers. That gives Helvey a chance to clear. And now the Knights will reset. That's Dirk Miller now. Gets it back to Conk. Sends it behind the goal. Now they will get a reset here. It's Brad Miller. He collides with Morgan Deal. Nothing malicious there. Everybody's okay. Now Chris McIntyre tries to get in. He sends it in. Comes back out. Now take my Helvey, who centers it, just rolled away from Jake Rolfe. So good pressure here by the Bandits. Good keep in there by McIntyre, at least temporarily. But now the Knights emerge with it. Rolls off the stick. Now Helvey brings it in. Helvey shoots. Pad save, and wisely the goaltender didn't move there, Jeremy. <laughs> he wasn't sure if he had it or not, but he knew it was somewhere underneath him. And uh, like I said, he 
wisely stood his ground so nothing could squirt through there. Yeah, that's just one of those when it goes into your into your leg pad area like that, you just sit on it and hope for the best. And now the face off to his left. Apologies for just calling him the goalie, but we're just not sure who it is. That one goes all the way down for the icing as it originated from the wrong side of the red line. 13.50 to go here in the first. one nothing Bandits. Great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. This is the third of three broadcasts today. It looked like a good setup by the Knights, and it was just out of stick reach, and that would have been a good, nice little breakaway play had it actually uh, Hoffman, saw some tape. Yeah, Hoffman fired that one. Looked like an innocent enough play, but he did get it on net, and so we'll have another face-off to the left of the Knights goaltender. Yeah, the Bandits captain has really come into his own here this season after four or five years of playing, and he is just really, you can tell, developing his hockey skills and becoming a leader out there on the yeah, ice. Yeah, Tommy's come a long way in a short time. He had another good shot on goal there. Heitman now, he shoots wide. That's pursued by Jordan Guy. Centers it, that's broken up. Nicely by Chris McIntyre. Heitman again gets it at the high point. He fires it, and that goes in. So Ethan Heitman got a second chance, Jeremy, and that was sort of one of those seeing-eye pucks. I don't think Stouffer got a good, clean look at that because it, it may have been deflected, but I don't think he picked it up until it was too late, and it's one-to-one. -one. I think it was deflected off grit and stick. I, I think it was one of those unintentional deflections that just it hit him just right and bounced right into the corner of the net, and Stouffer just didn't have time to react to that deflection. All right, so we're back where we began at all tied. It really goes back to the what you were saying earlier. You just throw it on net, and you never know what's going to happen. Curtis fires. He hits the outside of the post. Gets it back. Goes behind the net now. That's John Barnhill. Takes it up at the high point. He fires. There's a rebound available. A good clear there by the Knights. But again, Barnhill keeps it in. That one goes wide. Again, good pressure by the Bandits. Now Reynolds gets to it. Nick Reynolds, such a heady player, always makes the right play. Back to the point where it's taken by Hoffman. He fires. That one's deflected wide. Good play by Blake Current. And, yes, there are two Currents on the Knights, husband and wife, Blake and Becky. So here comes Brian Forrest, the leading scorer for the Knights. Tries to get around Hoffman. Good poke check there by Hoffman. Kept in by Mavridis, though. And the Knights' defense was a little far back there, so they couldn't keep it in, so they have to reset. And now they are, but I mean, Hoffman trying to spring Helvey, but a good defensive play there. Now Forrest brings it in. Forrest with a little bit of ice. He shoots, and that just goes wide. Brian Forrest is a hard shot, that as was. you just saw, Jeremy. <laughs> that was a really good shot. Now centering play by Mavridis, Forrest sends that wide. Wiggins looks to chip it out, but it's kept in. Oh, temporarily, but now the Knights do have to reset. Curtis battles with Forrest. Now Tom Mavridis will gain the puck and bring it into the zone. Forrest looking to get clear for a pass, but a good defensive play there by Pat Scholler. Jesse Conk now takes it behind his own net, looks to reset things. Gets it up to Mavridis, but just ahead of his stick, and that will be an icing call. 10.20 to go 
in the first period, tied at one. And Jeremy, so far, this is uh, shaping up to be the matchup we thought it would. It was. I am very excited here. These two teams are just battling it out down there on the ice. I'm seeing a lot of good shots coming from both teams. The skating, the passing, the playmaking that they're trying to do, which they're off just both teams, you know, they're, they're kind of coming in together here. But the plays they're setting up are just amazing here. Let fires that wide. It may have been deflected. Becky Current battles with Barnhill. Still kept in. Now the Knights will get a second chance and do clear. A nifty little stick handling there by Stambro, who still has it. Now he chips it ahead to Nimmers. Nimmers gets it back to the point. That was Taylor McKee, the captain, the rebound. That just goes wide. Yeah, Stambro just couldn't quite keep it on net there, but that was a good backhand shot, or backdoor shot for the Knights. And again, you never know where those rebounds are going to go. That's why if you get it on net, good things can happen. Good poke check there by McKee. And that one comes out of the zone. Chris McIntyre looked to flip that in, but instead he sent it right over the bench. Some lucky fan's going to get a souvenir. I see a <laughs> little girl there scrambling for the puck. They still give him like a Tootsie Roll in the concession stand or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like a golden nugget if she finds that thing. All right, one back by the Knights to McKee. Tried to hit Heitman. That just goes beyond his stick, but now it's going to be Hoffman who chips it up. It kept in nicely by Jordan Guy. The Bandits get another chance. Now it's Reynolds. Right up the middle, Reynolds shoots. Just got a piece of that, the glove. That was going in the net had he not ticked that. Now the puck does come out as the Bandits will reset. Good play by Helvey there to just skate it back, gain himself a little bit of room. Centers to Reynolds, but it goes off his stick. Right to Keen Gritton. Now Heitman dumps it in, where it's taken by McIntyre. Morgan Deal chips it up. It's taken by Blake Current. Both teams just kind of playing catch right now. Now Rolf, good lead pass to Helvey. But the Knights clear that one. No, it's kept in by Heitman. Heitman with a chance. That one fires right over the net. It got deflected by McIntyre. Heitman with a second chance. Good pressure there by the Knights. Now Nick Reynolds intercepts in the neutral zone. He brings it in. It's pursued by Gritton. Reynolds still with it. Kind of went off the end of his stick there, but he regains it. Now we got a player without a stick there. As Heitman temporarily had it come off. Now, Helvey in the middle just fires it wide. Good pressure again by the Bants. Hoffman down low to Helvey. That goes around his stick. Comes all the way back to Morgan Deal. Deflects it back to the point. Good shot there, and that's a deflection. Oh, oh and Reynolds just sent that wide. That was a good backhand attempt there by Reynolds. And Beautiful try. He just try. got it outside. Good back check there again by the Bandits. Knights really need to clear now, Jeremy. Yeah, the Bandits are really putting it to the Knights right now. Shot after shot on goal here. and They have to be getting tired. So Helvey now retrieves it. Still in the zone. 
And the Knights really need to clear as they collapse on Helvey. And that goes right across the crease. That's deflected. Now Hoffman will get a try for it. That hits the outside of the post. Now the Knights looking to clear and finally do. Right on the stick of Heitman, who's got to be exhausted, but he's going to give it a shot right into the glove of Stouffer. What a sequence that was, Jeremy. The Bandits seemingly in that zone for about two minutes. Yeah, the Bandits were not letting up, and the Knights were not having very good luck getting them out. But then Heitman comes away with it on a nice little break, almost by himself, but puts it right in the glove of Stouffer. But Knights needing a very good change there. They need fresh legs out there. They were all getting tired, and whew, Heitman provides, if not an ice to give you, at least he got the shot off on Stouffer. He did. All right, now the Bandits bring it in again. This is Curtis. Sean Curtis has it taken off his stick by Conk. And now it looks like we might have a penalty. Yep, referee Jake Adams makes the call. Is he getting two minutes for roughing I, on Curtis? I heard roughing. That's actually going to be against the Knights. Adams is explaining the play. I'm not sure who's going to the box yet. Everybody's giving me that, that uh, who me look. I've only had that once. <laughs> and it's going to be Jesse Conk who goes to the box. And so the Bandits with a golden opportunity to take the lead, and they've had most of the pressure here this first period. That almost looked like, you know, going into the corner there. He got underneath. And there it is. That, that was a bad bounce. Yeah, that was a good shot by Rolf, and it got deflected. I think it was off a Knights player's skate. The goaltender had no I, chance. I think it hit the right skate of Blake Current and bounced right into the net. So just like that, less than 20 seconds into the power play, the Bandits strike and go up 2-1 to one with four minutes to go here in the first. The Knights look to control it. But again, good pressure there by the Bandits. Now Nemers brings it in. He's got Becky Current in the middle. Good defensive play there by McIntyre to break that up. Now Curtis battles with Nemers. But Curtis gets the puck back. That's cleared now by Blake Current. Chipped out by Miller, but it's going to be Captain Tommy Hoffman who gets it back. Gets it into the middle where it's taken by Cody Clark. He battles with Becky Curran who brings it out. Good play there by Becky. Now it's dumped right back in by the Bandits. Bandits are not uh, letting up here at all either. No, they they're are providing keeping the a pressure lot of pressure on. down here at the Knights' end. Now, good play there by Nembers to get out of the zone. He's trying to get around Hoffman and does. Nembers, oh, a last-minute poke check by Hoffman. And they're going to get Hoffman for tripping on that one. And I think that goes under the category of a good penalty because if he <laughs> doesn't do that, Nembers is free and clear. At least Tommy will tell you it was a good penalty. Yeah, and I think that was. You know, from my point of view, it looked like one of those unintentional trips. It looked like he was swinging his stick, doing a nice sweep, trying to poke the puck away and just missed the puck and got him right in the skate. Yep, 
And it, yeah, he was trying to get the puck. And if he does get the puck first, there's, there's no call there. But he, unfortunately for him, did get the skate. And it's, now it's the Knights who have a chance to even this up on the power play. Taylor McKee at the point. Takes a look, skates it in. Now goes across. That's intercepted. That's Ryan Lett who brings it in. Lett still with the puck. Short-handed. Lett shoots right into the breadbasket. Good save there. That's McKee who tries to get it out. Lett was reading that play the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Knights who bring it in and just off sides. As it was Heitman ahead of the play. Minute and a half to go and a minute 20 on the power play. Heitman wins the draw. This guy who brings in, he fires wide. And that carried right back up the middle, but no Knights were there. McKee gets there. She chips it out of the zone. And, Jeremy, there's no backup from the Bandits just because they're shorthanded. They are forechecking aggressively. No, Lett and Reynolds were both aggressively playing in the neutral zone there, trying to keep the Knights from ever making an offensive play on this uh, penalty kill they have. So, so far, it's the Bandits who control the play here on the penalty kill. Under a minute to go now, about 40 seconds. And there's a quality shot by the Bandits. Goes wide, but again, that just takes time off the power play for the Knights. Now Heitman gets it. He fires just wide. Stouffer steered that aside. Good keep in there by the Bandits, or the Knights. That goes wide. Good shot there by Conk. Power play's over. Now Rolf gets it up to Hoffman, just a couple seconds to go here, and that will do it. So after one, two to one Bandits in a very entertaining game, and Jeremy, this is just gonna get better. I anticipate nothing less than an exciting hold on to your seat <laughs> type of hockey game for two more periods. All right, and before the second period begins, we're gonna take time out to thank our sponsors. Beer League Radio is brought to you by The Cake Stand, located at 3530 Westtown Parkway in West Des Moines. With over 90 beers on tap and new tappings every single week, they have special events and parties throughout the year, a full menu of some of the best food in town with food specials all day, Monday through Friday. They are open until 2 a.m. seven days a week and is one of our absolute favorite places to hang out with friends and catch any number of any big games on over 15 big screen TVs. The Cake Stand is the official sponsor of the CIDL and Beer League Radio. Head up to the Cake Stand. Tell them we sent you. Beer League Radio is brought to you by AVS, anything audio, video, security. One of the nation's largest direct TV dealers and AT&T wireless dealers. They offer full CenturyLink internet for any residential or commercial space. Our company, My VIP Move, offers home security, Mediacom internet, and TV as well. Custom home theater applications are available. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119. Okay, we're back as the second period is about to begin. We want to remind you that all Beer League radio games originate from the 
Collins Community Credit Union press box, high above center ice. Just a perfect view, Jeremy. You can see so many plays unfold. We've got the space heaters. We've got our game notes. This is high class up here. Well, sometimes I wonder how, you know, broadcasts were ever survived in the corner, the back corner of the arenas. You know, I remember it well because we used to be right over there in said corner. And uh, let's just say when the play was underneath the lounge, you almost needed binoculars to see what was going on. You were essentially guessing. But we don't have to do that anymore, thankfully. All right, so this second period begins as both teams change ends. Period of the long change. And the Bandits pick up right where they left off, bringing in as Helvey battles. Now it's cleared by the Knights. And this will be an icing. And I think the Knights will take that, especially early on. They kind of need to reset things, kind of get things settled down, because the Bandits were definitely controlling the play there, especially the last few minutes of the first period. Yeah, and at 2-1, you have plenty of opportunity to just kind of reset, try to take control of the game, and really come out and show, you know, why you're currently number two and looking for the number one spot in the novice division. So here comes Forrest right on cue as the puck bounced over McIntyre. Forrest shoots, that's deflected. Good defensive play by Hoffman to bother that shot because it didn't get through cleanly. Now chipped out by Helvey. But Kant gets there first, gets it over to Mavridis, but it rolls off his stick. And now Helvey keeps it in. James Helvey all by himself. Fires, and that one's deflected. Good play there by Conk. So two good defensive plays on each end. First, Hoffman broke up the great scoring chance by Forrest. And now Conk does the same on the opposite end off the stick of Helvey. So, again, tight checking, good scoring chances, good goaltending. We've seen it all so far, Jeremy. Yeah, and they are set up very well. If you look at that last setup play by Hoffman to Helvey, they were just both in the correct position to make that play happen. Now squirts out. Nemmer's on the break, has a step, and the puck rolls off his stick, and Stouffer manages to steer that aside. Just couldn't quite get it in there cleanly. Nemmer's again from a real sharp angle. The puck's still bouncing. Still in the middle. Now finally cleared by the Bannets. Now it's Helvey. Gets around one man. He brings it in. Nemmer's back-checking very hard. Makes a nice poke as reinforcements arrive. Helvey shoots that, and that is cleared. Now the Bannets dump it back in. It's going to be Alex Stanbro who resets behind his own net. Nice little play there up the sideboards. Now it's Nemers. Got Becky Current with him. Broken up nicely by Hoffman. Another solid defensive play by the captain, Tommy Hoffman. But now Stambro keeps it in. He pinches in. Tries to get it low to Current. Goes around off her stick. Now it's cleared. And here comes Nick Reynolds with Stanbro back. Reynolds fires and scores. Wow, so again, we said it earlier in the game, and Reynolds can really get that puck off his stick in a hurry. And once again, Jeremy, he went on the short side, and we could see the net bulge from here. He had a lot on that shot. He did, and again, he fired it right as the goalie took off. The, I, I wish I knew who was down there for the Knights, but he was hugging that near side post, and as soon as he came off to slide across to, to square up on the uh, 
on Nick Reynolds is when he fired it on that near side post and just buried it. All right, so three to one now, Bandits, as the Knights look to counter. Bandits looking very strong. And now here they come again, and it's Reynolds again. It's got Sean Curtis in the middle. Reynolds fires it again. This time, Knights goalie makes the save. Although I loved what Reynolds did there, Jeremy. Cut to the middle and really waited for the screen to develop so the goalie couldn't get a clean look at it. I feel ridiculous calling him the goalie. I know. We've got to find out who this poor guy is. <laughs> All right, puck one back to Barnhill. Doesn't make it all the way through. I think as long as we call him goalie, he'll be all right. Yeah, as long <laughs> as we don't call him winger or something. <laughs> sure, we can come up with some bad names. All right, Conk dumps it deep. Curtis looks to center, goes all the way through. That one's deflected just wide. As Nick Reynolds had a golden opportunity for the hat trick, and he sent that backhand just wide. Good pursuit by Heitman now. Gets it off the stick of Barnhill. Heitman fires. That one's just wide. One-man show now by Ethan Heitman. Centers, and that goes through. So now it's the Knights who are applying good pressure. This time the Bandits clear, and that will result in the icing call. So very similar developing play where the Bandits last period kept it in for what seemed like a couple minutes, but the Bandits themselves found themselves pinned, but they didn't uh, have to stay in there too long. Right, that was a good setup by the Knights to really put some pressure down here on the Bandits, and they were setting up a couple good plays there, waiting for everybody to get in, getting that puck deep, and then the Bandits just couldn't control it and just sent it down for the icing. Great face-off win there, back to the point where Blake Current sends that wide. He battles with Brandon Wiggins, still battling. What a face-off there. Now Stambro's going to dump that back in as the Knights tag up. Good keep in there by Mavridis. That one's deflected out. Never got through to the goal. Wiggins chips that out. Now Forrest. Brings it up the middle, rolls off his stick, broken up nicely by Hoffman. Tommy Hoffman brings it in. Nice centering pass, but couldn't quite connect. Now Wiggins is going to chip that deep, but that's blocked by Forrest. Now he's going to chip it around McIntyre, and here comes Brian Forrest. Has Mavridis in the middle. Tries to get it to him, but again, broken up nicely by Hoffman. Taylor now back to the point for Stambro. That one's deflected. Hoffman tried to send that wide, Jeremy, but actually ended up deflecting it on his own goaltender, and Stouffer alertly made the save. Yeah, he's lucky that was a straight deflection. When it hit, <laughs> Tommy wasn't that far in front of the goal, and since it was a nice straight shot, it just went up over Tommy's stick right into the chest of Scott Stouffer. Yes, and now Stouffer and Hoffman having a little conversation there. I can only <laughs> imagine what that's be, uh, being said right now. You lucky son of a... <laughs> Something like that. All right. But now it's Helvey who brings it out for the Bandits. He's got speed. Helvey's still with it, but by himself, waiting for teammates. 
centers, but nobody home. But kept in nicely again by the Bandits. So many second chances they get by a, in a very aggressive forecheck. Right up the middle where Nemers gets it, tries to get around Hoffman. Fires. Stouffer had a little problem with that, but steered it aside. Becky Current now does battle. She gets it back. Tried to center, but that's broken up by McIntyre. Hoffman sends it around. Good keep in there by Conk. Beautiful play. Conk brings it himself. Fires just wide. Tried to find Becky Curran on the doorstep. Now Miller falls but recovers. He centers, and that one's broken up. Good pressure now by the Knights. Brad Miller still keeps it in. What a shift by Brad Miller. Yeah, the Knights are just now getting it out to center ice. This is, this is the Knights' period so far. Okay, Nemers, good centering pass. That rolls off the stick. Now the Bandits break it up. Again kept in by the Knights. Just over the net. Current now. Good play by Stouffer to block that one. Puck's still bouncing. Great pressure by the Knights. And now the Bandits finally are going to get it clear. And now it's Reynolds who takes off the stick of Miller. Reynolds still with the puck. Reynolds fires just wide. Jeremy, we've seen that so many times. Reynolds gets that puck, and he can stick handle in a very tight space, and he did it again right there. He does. The thing Reynolds has going for him that you don't see much in the novice league is his east and west movement. And that, especially uh, the lower in the leagues you get, the east and west movement can really create opportunities as changing direction for uh, a lot of players in the novice league doesn't happen quickly. And it creates a lot of opportunity for anybody that can maneuver and do that. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, the e first instinct is always to go north-south, but sometimes you create a lot of space taking it sideways. Even in the NHL, you see it's, uh, players like Connor McDavid really do a lot of east-west movement, and that what, that's what creates opportunity for, for players like him, even at the professional level. All right, now the bands again with pressure. A lot of deflections going out, but finally the Knights get a chance to clear. And do this is going to be an icing call as Jordan Guy sends it all the way down. In spite of the pressure by the Bandits, it's only a three-to-one game. You know, it's the Knights have plenty of time. There's eight and a half minutes to go here in the second, so I don't look to see them change too much. Well, and that's the thing. This period, you've seen a lot of pressure by the Knights as the puck has been in the Bandit zone quite a bit here in this period. Now Rolf gets there first for the Bandits. He fires up, intercepted nicely by Guy. He fires, that's blocked by Rolf. That one's chipped out. And that's Curtis, just skated over it. Gets it back though, and it goes off the Stick of McKee, and that one just goes wide. Now the captain, Taylor McKee. She gets it up and just out of the zone. Now it's Guy who brings it in, looking for help. 
I was going to fire it right on net. Good save by Stouffer. There was a screen there. Curtis looking to clear, but good keep in there by the Knights. Good seal of the point there by Heitman. Stouffer's trying to get a stop, but it rolls off his stick into the corner. Now Guy sends it back. Stambro shoots. That one's blocked. And again, another nice keep in by the Knights. And finally, the Bandits do clear. 7.05 to go in the second. 3-1 Bandits. Great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. And that goes down for the icing call. So a lot of good pushback in this period by the Knights, as you alluded to earlier. There is. And for the Bandits, the only thing they were able to do on that uh, pressure that's been provided by the Knights on that series was just to send it down to ice which is speaking a lot for how the Knights have kind of turned the table a little bit on who's applying pressure in this game. And even if they haven't scored yet, the more pressure you apply, the more tired and uh, the more chances the other team is going to take, more mistakes that are going to be made. And that one ended up on net off the deflection on the shot from Jeff Taylor. Now Forrest will take the face off to the right of Stouffer. He wins it back, but now it's deflected in deep. Now Lett battles with Mavridis. Now it's Hoffman who wraps it around. Taylor now tries to center, taking off his stick by Reynolds. Blake Current keeps it in. Again, good pressure by the Knights. Ooh, and there's a big dog pile there. And we're going to have a penalty against the Knights. That's going to be Jeff Taylor, I think, going to the box for interference. Yeah, it kind of looked like Taylor lost his footing and just ran over. I, don't, I didn't even get you it was, someone on the Knights. Yeah. That, who was, it looked like they were kind of both going for the puck, and, <laughs> and Taylor just lost his footing and just, just took him out. That's kind of a classic novice penalty right there. So last time the Knights were in the box, it only took the Bandits about 20 seconds to score. This is a big part of this game. If the Bandits score again, it's going to be a tall order to come back from a 4-1 to deficit for the Knights. Nice clear there by Nemers. Forrest forechecks, and he's a fast enough skater to get there, but it's taken off his stick by Hoffman. Good forecheck there by Forrest. Now it's Reynolds again. Reynolds fires. That one's deflected wide. Wiggins tries to get there first, but it's taken by Nemers. Nemers gets it up to Forrest. Good chance here of shorthanded by the Knights. Forrest still with the puck. Circles the net, and that's taken off his stick by Hoffman, and now it's cleared. But with the Bandits on the power play, that will be an icing call. So a great break on a good hustle play by the Knights to create that icing. Yeah, the one thing you'd, uh, you don't want if you're on the power play is to create an icing because that's just your power play slipping away because there's no stop clock here. Exactly right. The clock continues to run. Those precious seconds tick down. Now Stambro gets it. He fires. That one's deflected. A lot of deflections today as the Bandits are in the shooting lanes more often than not. Now Hoffman brings it in. He's bothered by Nemers. He centers, but nobody's home. 
Oh, and right up the middle from Stambro. Got all the way through to the point where McIntyre fires. That one ends up on net, just steered aside. McIntyre again gets it. Over to Lett. Ryan Lett now sets it up. Down to Hoffman. Great centering pass to McIntyre, but goes off his skate. And now Forrest is trying to get a step on him and does. Circles back to the middle. Forrest shoots. Goes off the glove of Stouffer. I think that may have rolled off Forrest's stick. Great hustle play by Forrest. The uh, power play is over now. Back to McKee now at the point. She shoots. That goes off a skate as Lett tries to clear and does. Gets it up to Reynolds. Now he gets the puck back. Lett now tries to get around Stambro, but good play there by Alex Stambro to break that up. And now it's cleared by McKee. That was kind of a funny play. Yeah. Rolf, <laughs> Rolf went to make the play and then all of a sudden lifted his stick at the last second. Yeah, and it was straight on goal. I'm not sure why he yeah, did that. Yeah, and uh, Stouffer made the save. Uh, They're having a little conversation. And what Rolf doesn't realize is that even if that had gone wide, they would have waved that icing off because he had a yeah. golden opportunity to play that puck. Uh, just checking the website here. The official stat sheet shows Ryan Butler in net for the Knights today. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh, and then it, there's a goal. <clears throat> so as we're talking, there was a crazy deflection there. I'm not sure who's going to get credit for that. I think it's going to be Nemers. But kind of a pinball play there. And the Knights with a much-needed goal, and now it's 3-2. to two. This is why I don't check stats in the middle of a game. I completely missed it. I was too busy looking it up. That's all right. <laughs> At least we've got a name now besides goalie. All right, so 3-2, to two, minute and a half to go here in the second. So hold on to your hats. We hope you're enjoying this game as much as we are bringing it to you. This is a great contest. All right, Rolf chips it out. Gets it up to Scholler. Pat Scholler's been unusually quiet in this game. He's looking to make his presence felt. That's Helvey. That one's broken up. Good stick tie up there. And Butler with the save. So Blake Current did a good job tying up his man there. And we're just under a minute to go here in the second. And the face off to the right of Butler. So nice to be able to say a name now for the goalie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so much better than, <laughs> hey, you goalie. <laughs> All right. Heitman now wins it back. He gets it to Conk. Trying to get up to Jordan Guy. Rolls off his stick. He battles with Cody Clark. Good nifty play there by Helvey, but broken up nicely by Guy. Good play on both ends there. Guy chips it up, trying to get to Heitman, but it's going to be a little too far. No icing on the call. Rolf wraps that around. Now that's chipped out. Again, no icing on the play. Guy gets it again. Gets around Clark temporarily. Guy again gets around Rolf and just runs out of time. I don't think he realized how much time or how little time he had left. A couple of nice moves there by Jordan Guy. 
Yeah, he made a few nice moves and just needed to get that shot off right before the uh, the buzzer went. But uh, like you said, I don't think he knew how much time he had. All right, so hold on to your hats because it's three to two with one period to go in a just a very well played, very entertaining game. So before we talk about the third period, let's take time out to hear from our sponsors. Beer League Radio is brought to you by The Cake Stand, located at 3530 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. With over 90 beers on tap and new tappings every single week, they have special events and parties throughout the year, a full menu of some of the best food in town with food specials all day, Monday through Friday. They are open until 2 a.m. seven days a week and is one of our absolute favorite places to hang out with friends and catch any number of any big games on over 15 big screen TVs. The Cake Stand is the official sponsor of the CIDL and Beer League Radio. Head up to the Cake Stand. Tell them we sent you. Beer League Radio is brought to you by AVS, anything audio, video, security. One of the nation's largest direct TV dealers and AT&T wireless dealers. They offer full CenturyLink internet for any residential or commercial space. Our company, MyVIP Move, offers home security, Mediacom internet, and TV as well. Custom home theater applications are available. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119. All right, Jeremy, as both teams switch to their original ends here, the Knights defending the south ice or the lounge zone, the Bandits to the north. So this has been a very entertaining game. I think the best is yet to come here in the final 18 minutes. Oh, yeah, this, this third period is going to be just one big brawl on the ice because <laughs> <laughs> these two teams have just been monstrous against each other and it has been one entertaining and one hard-fought game. Don't worry, folks. It's just figuratively. No actual <laughs> brawls will take place. No Donnie Brooks today. <laughs> All right. So, Forrest tries to center it. That goes wide behind the net. Taylor's going to get there first. He gets it over to Navritis, but it rolls off his stick. And now it's Lett who gets it. He's got shoulder in the middle. That's fired wide. Taylor battles with Wiggins. Forrest trying to chip it out, but a good keep in there by McIntyre. Now Stanbro. Nice play to get it up to Mavridis, and now it's Forrest who gets it. He battles with Hoffman. That's been a good one-on-one -on -one matchup all game long. Forrest centers. That's broken up by McIntyre. Gets it up to Lett, and now Lett will bring it up. Wiggins overskates that. Now Forrest gets it back. Gets around Scholler. Forrest still with the puck. His teammates remain on sides, so he still takes it. Gets it around Lett. Centers. Oh, beautiful centering pass to Taylor, who just had it roll off his stick. That one goes up the middle and out of the zone, where Alex Stambro will re retrieve it. He's pursued by Brandon Wiggins. Gets it up to Lett. And now it's Lett who brings it in. He's got Reynolds on his right. Lett fires just wide. Got a lot on that one. Went for his own rebound. That goes wide. Jeff Taylor wraps it around and out. Where it's taken by Rolf. Over to Curtis. That tried to hit Reynolds, but just escaped him. Now Stambro joins the rush. Alex Stambro fires. That goes wide. 
That comes out where it's taken by Blake Current. Tried to hit Forrest, but just passed him. Now he gets a second chance. And again, just past the stick of Forrest, who now goes for a change. Now Helvey brings in for the Bandits. Gets around Stambro. Helvey has it roll off his stick. Now Blake Current gets it back. Now Rolf fires. Good pad save there by Butler. Chips it up to Reynolds, who fires wide. Again, great pressure by the Bandits. Becky Kern kept that out. Now here comes Nemers right up the middle. Tries to get around Rolf. Nemers on the backhand. Good kick out saved by Stouffer. Followed by Becky Current. That one's deflected wide. Good pressure by the Knights. Centering pass. That's broken up by Rolf. What a sequence there. And kept in temporarily, but now it's James Helvey on the breakaway. Helvey in, fires and scores. So fantastic pressure by the Knights, but then the Bandits were able to chip it out. Helvey took a bit to settle that puck down, Jeremy, but gets the very important fourth goal, and now it's 4-2 to two Bandits. Yeah, it looked like Helvey was about ready to lose control of that, and Butler looked like he was coming out to kind of poke it, and just before he gets there, Helvey grabs a hold of it and just lofts it right over the left shoulder of Ryan Butler. Yeah, nice little shot there to the glove hand side, and it's four to two Bandits. Still 14 minutes to go now. That's the Bandits who open the two goal lead. Brad Miller now fires it right up the middle, trying to hit Nemers and does. Nemers deflects that past the red line, so it will not be an icing. Good play there by Nemers. He pursues it with McIntyre. Now Miller on the follow up. That one's intercepted by Hoffman, but kept in. Fires, that goes wide. Good play there by Conk. Centering pass now. Still pressure by the Knights. So now Miller falls, and now it's Reynolds who gets around him. Reynolds brings in and fires. Butler gets, gets that aside, finally covers up the rebound. He fought that off, Jeremy, and it looked for a moment like Reynolds was going to get it back, but somehow Butler was able to corral that puck. Yeah, that was a nice shot by Reynolds, and when it hit the stick of Butler, it just popped into the air about eye level to Butler, and he had to scramble to try to get a hold of that before anything could, could happen on a rebound or squirt in. Yeah, which definitely could have happened there. Now the puck really bounces, kind of lofts over the left side of the net. That one goes right off the left outside part of the net on a very sharp angle. Now Guy's going to bring it in. Right up the middle, he battles with McIntyre, and finally Stouffer makes the save as Guy ran out of room there, and the puck rolled off his tape. A great individual effort there by Jordan Guy. Yeah, he was being harassed pretty heavily by two bandits there and still managed to, uh, to walk in right on net with that puck. Just couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, great effort there, and Stouffer with the save. Now Heitman gets it over to Guy. Now it's Taylor McKee's going to chip that in. That one's deflected wide where it's taken by Hoffman. Has Tommy Hoffman left the ice today? It seems like he's been out there the whole time. <laughs> All right, now here comes Curtis with the puck. He's bothered by Stambro. Good play by Alex Stambro. Kept him to the outside and chipped the puck off his stick. Now it's Hoffman who has the puck. Tried to get it up to Curtis, just went ahead of him. So now it's going to be Stambro who retrieves it. Curtis takes it off his stick. Good forecheck there by Curtis. 
That goes wide where Cody Clark retrieves it. Back to McIntyre and Jeremy, both teams today have made good use of the defense. A lot of shots from the point today. Yeah, they have. They're, they're making use. That was actually a good spot where the Bandits could see that their point was open and they get the puck back to them. Something you don't always see, especially at the D-League level, is oh. looking backwards on the ice. <laughs> now Guy over to Hoff or Conk has just broken up. That one's going to roll all the way in where Butler steers that aside. McKee now gets it up to Heitman. Hoffman again up to Sean Curtis. Curtis now, great little feed to Pat Scholler. Scholler looking for help. Good, good play there by Stambro to break that up. Stambro is going to take it up himself. Loses possession. Now everybody's getting a whack at it, and now it's Taylor McKee who retrieves it behind her own net. She fires it around. Brandon Wiggins keeps that in. Good play there by Wiggins. Centers, it's deflected, and now Stambro has another chance to clear. He's going to skate it out himself. Here comes Alex Stambro. He's got Mavridis with him. Gets around Barnhill. But bothered just enough to break that up. And now Hoffman will retrieve it, send it up. Intercepted by Taylor. Taylor again with a couple nice keep-ins. He's going to retrieve it himself. That's broken up by Wiggins. He finally just chips it out. And now it's Reynolds. Has a step. Nick Reynolds brings it in himself. Reynolds fires and scores. Nick Reynolds was just a beautiful play. And that time, Jeremy, he got in close and really had to loft that puck and did just under the crossbar. And it's 5-2 to two Bandits. He did. That was really beautiful of Reynolds to set up. As he was coming in and he started getting close, you see Butler drop to cover that low shot because he's so close. And as soon as Butler dropped, Reynolds again lofts it right over the left shoulder of Ryan Butler. Yeah, there really wasn't anything else Butler could do. He made the right play to take away the bottom part of the net and give full credit to Reynolds for elevating that puck. Right now, Rolf retrieves, gets it up to Lett. And now with nine minutes to go and a three-goal deficit, the Knights desperately need a goal here. Instead, it's Ryan Lett who brings it in for the Bandits. He's bothered by Mavridis who chips it out. Forrest looking to make a play. Gets around Rolf. Has Becky Curran in the middle. Takes it behind the net. Where he's bothered by Rolf. Still with the puck is Forrest. Centers. Good shot there by Jesse Conk on a beautiful centering pass by Forrest. But Stouffer steers that aside. And now he's seen enough, and he will cover up. So good pushback here by the Knights. That was a very good play set up by the Knights. They're coming around, they're getting the puck behind the net, setting it up in the corner, waiting for the open person in the center of ice, get a nice good shot off. And that's the type of plays you need, is just to get it into the zone, skate around with it until you can create an opportunity, get the pass off to an open person in front of the net. Stowe for proving out why he is a very good goalie, especially in this novice league. He has several, a uh, couple of years of experience in the intermediate, and shows here in this game. Now Lett over skates it. It's going to be bringing, brought in by Clark. 
He fires wide. Good to see Cody Clark out there. He's skating very well. He's definitely improved here in the last season or so. Now Rolf's going to retrieve it for the Bandits. Wasn't Rolf the dog on uh, Sesame Street? He was in the band. I think he was. <laughs> I want to say Rolf was on keyboards and maybe lead vocals. He was cool. I, I think Dr. <laughs> Teeth was lead vocals. but oh, All right. <laughs> Animal was on drums. Animal was on drums. I think Rolf was in there. Yeah. We have to have our he staff was. look that up. <laughs> all right, five to two now, seven minutes to go. That one goes to the corner where the aforementioned Rolf emerges with it. And Scholler brings it up the middle. He's looking to get around Blake Current. He tangles up. Gets the puck over to Helvey, who fires that wide on the backhand. Now McKee battles with Scholler. Pat Scholler gets it back and centers. Comes all the way back to McIntyre at the point. He fires, and a good shot by Chris McIntyre. And that time, Butler saw that all the way, but that was a difficult save. Great play there by the Bandits. Yeah, there was a lot of traffic that uh, that puck got fired through, but Butler saw it the whole way and gloved it down. That was a very good save. It was. And, you know, it, unlike a few of their goals earlier, he saw that one all the way. There was no screen that time. Now the face-off to Butler's left. Scholler and Heitman. Scholler wins the face-off. It squirts out where it's taken by Reynolds. Of course, he fires that to the corner as he has his hat trick. He is no longer eligible to score in this game. Now, Jeremy, I think the Bandits would just be more than happy to burn some clock here with a three-goal lead, under six minutes to go. Yeah, assuming that uh, nothing else scores, they're, they're going to walk away with the win here. Oh, yeah, it's not time to back off, but at the same time, if you can control the puck and skate with it, it's a good thing with a three-goal lead. Now, Helvey brings it in, waiting for help. That one's deflected by... Jordan Guy wrapped all the way around. McIntyre keeps that in. He fires. Good shot by McIntyre. And that one, Butler just got a glove on. There was a deflection as McIntyre, as he has done several times today, Jeremy, made sure he got that puck all the way through on a great scoring chance. Yeah, there was a nice little deflection there that almost made it in. It bounced off of that post to uh, Butler's right and... Ooh, I love that post when I'm down there. <laughs> Face off to the right of Butler now. Stamber looks to clear. Trying to spring Forrest, but again, Hoffman has been his shadow today and is again. Now Forrest gets it back. Forrest fires right into the breadbasket of Stouffer, who makes the save. So one thing I've noticed today is the Bandits have done a really good job of keeping Forrest to the outside. You know, he comes into this game with 16 goals, and for the most part, they've kept him at bay. Yeah, if you can neutralize some of the top scorers from the other team, they can do a whole lot to uh, help set up your team to create something going and, and really discourage their team from doing things. But how the Bandits have managed to do that against this, because this Knights team is still very aggressive. 
Ruin Forrest had a chance for a one-timer there. He was sort of partially fanned on that one. Centers, though, that one goes all the way through. I think we're going to have a call here as Stanbro hit the deck, and we are going to have a tripping call. I think Reynolds got a piece of his leg as he was uh, trying to clear the puck. Yes, he did, and it's Nick Reynolds going to the box. I'm sure the Knights have seen enough of him today anyway. <laughs> So Reynolds to the box here with 3.20 to go, and with the 5-2 deficit, the Knights desperately need this one to go their way. Yeah, the Knights need three goals in three minutes. I'm not saying it's uh, impossible, but it's definitely a task at this point. We've seen crazier things. All right, so Knights keep it in, at least temporarily. Now the Bands with a chance to clear, and they do. Oh. And into the empty net. What a goal. That's going to be Sean Curtis. You know, I've always dreamed of uh, of having that <laughs> goal because he, he banked it off of the boards and into the net. Like, well, that's one of those, like, you have to, you, you know, really, it's a pool play right there. How do you get the right angle to, to bank your shot into the, into the pocket? And he, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Yeah, and so, and why not? You're already shorthanded. There's not going to be no icing call. Now Hoffman in front trying to get it on the act. That one's deflected wide. Two minutes to go now, 6-2 to two Bandits. Curtis keeps that in. As Butler came back in, no longer an empty net for the Knights. I mean, that's a good... Good strategy by the Knights. You know, I, I can't say I would have done any different. If I'm on the power play, three minutes left in the game, my goalie's coming out because we need to score. Yeah, what, five to two or six to two doesn't really matter. And if you can somehow cut it to five to three, you've got a legitimate chance. Now Mavridis looks to make a play. He centers it over to McKee. Has it roll off her stick. Gets a second chance, though. It gets it to Forrest. Now it's going to be Reynolds who emerges with it. Tries to get it up to Hoffman, who does. So again, shorthanded the Bandits. That one's deflected over the net. Good play there by Nemers to break that up. So just five seconds to go in the penalty. Miller brings it in. He's bothered by Lett. That one's sent up right up the middle. No icing play as the penalty was just going to expire. Blake Current wraps it around. It's going to be kept in by Lett. Ryan Lett steps up. The, uh, the Bandits are playing like they're on the penalty. <laughs> There's their fifth skater. I think they just realized. <laughs> well, sometimes it's the details that escape us, right? Yeah. All right, now Heitman brings it in. Good play there by McIntyre to break that up. Under a minute to go now, about 40 seconds. Blake Current chips it up, tried to hit Heitman. It rolled off his stick. Cleared by Rolf up to Lett. Lett brings it in. That one's deflected wide. So Knights certainly don't want to give up any more here in the final seconds. Rolf kept that in. Good play there by Jake Rolf. Under 10 seconds to go now. Blake Current chips it up. Kept in by Lett temporarily. And that will do it. So, in a highly entertaining game, 
it's the Bandits who emerged with a 6-2 victory. And, Jeremy, I would say this is one of those games where the final score was not indicative of the closeness and excitement of the game that unfolded before us. Yeah, the, uh, the final score was definitely off a little bit from the game I watched because this was a tight, tight game. There was a lot of pressure applied by both sides. It was very exciting to watch. And I think the Bandits just had a little better puck luck in getting the puck into the back of the net. Uh, I don't know if it has to do with, you know, having a substitute goalie for the Knights. Uh, it certainly does make a difference when you don't have your goalie in there. But uh, this was a nice, hard-fought game. And like you said, 6-2, it definitely did not feel like. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned the substitute goaltender, Ryan Butler, who we finally were able to identify about halfway through. He actually played very well. I mean, he gave up six goals. Of course, one of them was the empty netter. But he had a lot of big saves, and there was nothing cheap about any of those Bandits' goals. No, no, there wasn't. And uh, speaking of goals, I guess we'll, we'll recap here. First period, uh, Bandits started things off as Nick Reynolds rolled one in uh, two minutes into the game. The Knights, though, uh, came back to answer that up, make it 1-1 as Keen Gritton came in with it with an assist from Heitman. The Bandits then at 14:35 come in uh, to make it 2-1 as Wolf scores his goal with the assist from Sean Curtis. Second period, Bandits, 2.56 in. It's Nick Reynolds with the assist from Tommy Hoffman. The Knights answer at 17 minutes as Becky Current gets an assist from Nathan Nemers. Heading into the third period then, it is 3.10. Bandits, James Helvey with the assist from Jake Rolf. At 8.25, the Bandits again, Nick Reynolds, comes in and scores. And then at 15.15, we get Sean Curtis on the empty netter to make the final score 6-2 to two Bandits. Okay, so you called it at the beginning of the broadcast. This was going to be the game of the day, and I don't think you were wrong. We've got some more action to come, but I think uh, the remaining teams are going to have a tall order to top that one because that was a game that had a little bit of everything. It's had breakaways, some good goaltending, some great scoring chances. I mentioned it earlier, uh, both teams made good use of their defense at the point. It's a very well-played game on both sides. I'm, I'm still trying for that, that banking empty netter. <laughs> yeah, you have to work on that one. That's, that's one of those trick shots. If I could get it off right off the face-off, that'd be even better. All but, right. you know. <laughs> some, something to work on. All right, so... With the victory, the Knights now improved to 19 points, and we mentioned earlier that the Squirrels lost to the Ice Dragon is the... The Bandit. Bandits won today. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Good Lord. <laughs> I had such a great setup there, too. Actually, they created a log jam because now it's the Knights, Bandits, and Squirrels now with all 17 points, I believe. All right. So, yes, I believe you're right. Okay. That, that, so? uh, well, no. No, because the, the Squirrels were still ahead. Coming into today. They had 19. I think All they right. had 19 points to 17 and then 15 for the Bandits. Gotcha. All right, well, stats will kill you if you don't have them straight. So we apologize for that. But still, a very closely contested battle that results in an even tighter uh, point differential in the standings. All right, so that about puts a bow on this one. Uh, Jeremy, I don't think there's anything else to say except a very well-played game, and I was – Happy to do it with you. Yeah, I think everything was set on the ice today. All right, so, again, the final, Bandits 6-2 to two over the Knights. Again, in a game that was much closer than that score would indicate. 
So here from the beautiful Collins Community Credit Union for Jeremy Sandy, I'm Matt Whips. You've been listening to Beer League Radio. All audio equipment for Beer League Radio is made possible by ABS Concepts. Call Nate McCombs at 515-868-6119 for all your audio, video, and security needs.